happen to watch any of the NBA playoffs at all? No. Did you? No. And the thing is, is that I was, I was in my living room and I had to choose between Giants baseball, NBA playoffs, and NHL playoffs. And I watched hockey. And never in my life, I mean, I do like hockey because I've been going to a few of those live Predator games in Nashville. Never in my life would I have ever chose hockey over a Giants game, but I cannot stand the climate of what their manager did. I know. I mean, it's like, who are you, dude? Like, who in the H-E double hockey sticks do you think you are to ostracize baseball fans over America's pastime? over some stuff that is like pure evil. You're taking that evilness and trying to change the game. And so does the the head coach of the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. I can't stand it. And I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to get off again on a political deal, but I watched hockey. How can you not? I watched hockey in the climate of our world right now. I mean, who who does he who is he? Who even He's are nobody. you? He's who nobody that you? should have an opinion on that on that topic. The funny thing is is I tried to turn to hockey when all of our uh, athletes were kneeling during our national anthem, and the hockey players did it too. So I really I can't watch sports anymore. I guess. But you know, we talked about last time separating the art from the artist, and I can't. I guess I can't do it when it comes to sports. I I I don't know, man. It's weird it, because I feel like obviously we're responsible gun owners and and all that, but you feel like you're being attacked from like every angle. It's like you you can't watch sports to get away from, you know, the, this piece of shit administration and world that we live in right now. Like even they're on it, and that's what's that's what's lame about it, right? Like you should be able to turn your brain off and watch baseball and not be hit with political stuff. Okay, so let me ask you this: If you put it like that, can this stuff be? Can a coach like that be paid off to start an uproar like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. To get our brains to stay on Not, not going to let you have a moment's rest of, of the agenda is what it is, yeah. 100%. So is that think conspiracy about, think theory? About who, think about who owns the stadiums and, and all that. Where do you think they get the money to, you know, they're big, huge corporations that typically are liberal corporations. The yeah. people typically pushing this agenda, absolutely. I mean, I've never really thought about it that way but those dudes have handlers like everybody else in the world you know the the manager of a baseball team basketball team football team is you know he's paid by someone right and they get their money from sponsorships they get their you know there's more than they got to have more than ticket sales to pay guys a hundred million dollars to play the sport right so they sell the stadiums they sell advertising they sell all that stuff when that happens, you, you owe somebody something, right? He literally said, like, in a condescending way, like, land of the free, my, or land of the brave, home of the brave, my ass. Like, that was his quote, right? Yeah. It was something along those lines. Should we, the exact quote, should I get it? Look at it, yeah. It was, um, the Golden State guy was just as bad. Kerr.
home of the brave question mark now so you're going to question our military because that line is about military. our military forces right. you're going to take the, you're going to question the the courage of our military because bravery is a, a, a form of courage right you're going to question that with our american military these men and women that have fought especially like coming up on memorial day weekend which it was mm -hmm. He's going to question that. Like, of course, that quote is manufactured to get people at an uprise. Right. He wa they want us to act the fool. Yeah. How much more can we take? Well, um, you wear a mask here. We go shut down your business. Shut down all these hospitals and build them into this whole big COVID deal, which they did here. Thirteen point one million dollar renovation. Never got used. Not Never one got bed. used. Too. Not one bit. It's all torn down and gone down. All torn down back to a parking garage. Yeah. Oh, that didn't work? Oh, monkeypox. Yep. Now you got monkeypox coming. Be ready to put your mask back on. Wait, mm -hmm. you're not going to buy that, America? Well, how about we jack up your gas prices $7 a gallon, see if you can travel still. Right. Oh, that don't work? You want to get pissed off now because because now you're, you're, you're going to question our military because of pure evilness? Well, and you, it, and you see the Prime Minister of Canada is outlawing guns handguns and in Canada, which you watch. Biden will try and follow suit. There wasn't even a handgun used in no. It has nothing to shooting. do with it. He, Biden's already talking about handguns. You heard him yeah. nine millimeters blow the lung out of a person. It, yeah. Like you it, it, like said, how much can you take? Like they're they're pressing us to our limit. And it's sad the way that we're living right now. It's sad because because I'm not gonna lie, it you as optimistic as I try to be in for everyday life, it's hard not to it's get as down bad about as it's this ever thing. been right now. Yeah, I, I literally a, a business here open less than three months they have to close their doors because there's no employees there's no you know the economy's not rebounding it's actually you know recessing i saw a mexican restaurant in tahoe's been there 27 years it's closing its doors yesterday i mean you're gonna watch the the housing market's already stumbling it's all gonna crumble down over this bs and and, and there <laughs> there's no reason for it i love now this is a delicate topic but now they're bitching at the cops that were in that place because it took them too long to go inside the building. Yet last summer it was defund the police and we don't want police and get all the police. How could you be a police officer this day? But and the age? other side is why did it take them so long to go? I there? agree. I, 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 but maybe because they're short staffed because they're defunded. Maybe somebody told them not to go. Who knows? But how can you, how can you talk out of both sides of your mouth that way? Last summer we wanted every cop gone and counselors on the streets and now we're complaining that the cops that are still here that made it through that didn't react fast enough. Yeah. Somebody told those. I mean, I, hey, I, we've never been in that you situation. Can hear the, you can hear the angriness in your voice. Oh, I'm angry, dude. Believe me. I, it, Do you live every day in fear now? I don't live in fear. I live in anger every day, dude. Every day. Like, like, let me let me get into your head a little bit here. Remember those old Tony Soprano Soprano episodes when he'd be on the couch talking to. Oh, God, I used to have every line memorized. What was his doctor's name? I just watched them all again, and I can't. But uh, Where's Jack when we need him? He's sitting in the other room being an idiot. It's, yeah, you look that up. Um, your anger, has it turned into depression at all? Uh, I mean, I'm not really... Uh, Jennifer Melfi, Doctor Melfi. That's Melfi. her. I was gonna say Janet. Do I? I get. Uh, I mean, I, I, 
would you call it depression? I don't know. I guess if I went and talked to somebody, maybe I, it's 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 frustration and, and anger is what it really is. You know what I mean? It's like I feel helpless and, and I watch. And then I feel like confused. Like when I was on the way out here, this chick had a sticker on their back of her car that said, we did it, Joe. The famous, you know, Kamala Harris line. What did you do? What? Who, who's enjoying life right now? Yeah, That's what is, I want to know. Why they smile and 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 try to make us rely. Let's get everybody to buy an electric car. Nobody's going to buy an electric car. I'm I, not can't, gonna, I can't have an electric car. Neither can I. Right. And then when you have one, there's not even enough charging docks for them anymore. Right. Like 50% of them are out of out of service in California. Right. So, is I and I'm not taking anything away from Tesla or Elon Musk or his genius. Obviously, the guy's sharp, but do they want us just to depend on them 100%? They're trying to get it to where they knock down the American psyche so much that they don't want people, they want people living in fear all the time. Like, you got to have a little bit of fear to get angry. Angriness causes darkness, causes depression, Mm -hmm. causes alcoholism, causes suicide rates, which is going up. Um, I don't know if you're drinking more than you usually have. But I'm disciplining myself because I will literally like get furious during the day okay. over what's going on right now. Everything from conservation to wildlife to hunting rights to handguns to gun rights to the Second Amendment to the stuff our president says to knock down our kind of people, um, how, the, the things that our governor does, the things that, that even the Republican Party that's running part of it in this state that I don't agree with. Joey Gilbert needs to be governor 100% on the gov- – he needs to win the primary 100%, 100% for what Joey believes in. Then you see what's going on with Gavin Newsom. And what he says, and then you see what comes out of Canada with Trudeau today. Like there is nobody in power right now. I mean, I know that there's senators out there and there's congressmen and assemblymen and, you know, state agencies and stuff. But we are getting knocked down every single step of every single day. So nobody can sit there and say, oh, we're living in glorious times. This is the best. To answer your question, no. The people that voted for him can't sit here and go, oh, this is awesome. This is great. Seven dollars a gallon for gas. Right. Most I of the people have nine dollars in L.A. right now. Nine bucks. Over I, eight in D.C. <clears throat> I can't. I, that's what I, I can't believe it. I I can't even wrap my mind around. It. I can't believe that there's, and and you know people are still blaming Trump over you know over a year and a half after he's out of the office. This is all still his fault. How right. long can you be delusional and not realize that the moron that you elected is destroying our country? It's crazy. It's insane. How and how do they not think that? I, I I've I've seen a few interviews where, you know, they go, you know, do you regret you know, voting for Biden? This is this one I saw. The guy goes, over having that other guy in there, absolutely not. That's like saying I'm going to cut my left finger off instead of my right. Like he he must have developed a lot of hate amongst people, and I I don't want to get into a, a an anti leadership talk because i i want to i i don't want to use our platform even though they would i don't want to get into a bashing deal because i want to i want to stay american i want to stay supportive i want to stay optimistic but in reality in all transparency and honesty it's getting harder and harder no matter how much money you make no matter how successful you are you're scared that it's all going to be taken away in the drop of a dime oh you're in the hunting business it's got to be awesome well yeah 
but what if people can't afford to buy a duck call anymore? What if they can't afford to go hunting? What if they can't afford gas in their boat or their truck or their four-wheeler or their side-by-side? What if they, they're so strung out on financially because of the recession, they can't leave their houses? People are already canceling their summer vacations. Oh, yeah. They're boating. You think people are going to pay 8 bucks a gallon for boat dock gasoline? Can't. Can't. Well, eight eight boat dock is now sixteen, dude. It's, it's got to be. It's got to get up there, 10. right? Got to be. Something it's got to be like ten. That. So you get you put twenty gallons in a big tank. You're in at two hundred bucks just that quick, and that's not that much gas in a boat. No, nobody nobody's safe from it. Believe me. Like you said, it, it it trickles down through the whole economy, and when you're spending, you know, double what you used to spend on fuel and double what you used to spend on food, interest rates are going up. It, something's got to give, right? And if you're a business owner and you're employing people and they're asking you for more money to try and make up for, you know, what's happening out in the world, what does that do? It's crazy. Right? It's all it's all tied together and it's all no one's safe from it. And and you can say, you know, guys like Elon Musk and them, you know, they don't feel the the pinch of oh, sure nine dollar bull More BS. money, more problems. Not and not to mention you know, when their taxes go through the roof, nobody wants to give up their hard-earned money. It don't matter how much you have. No, he if said you, he's voting Republican this. Yeah, this because the Democratic election. Party's become a party of division and hate, and he's right. Yeah. Well, for for a guy that didn't want to talk about this, now you got me all fired up. <laughs> I don't. It's not that I don't want to that I don't no, want to encounter current event type of situations, but it's too easy to get on here and bash who's our leader. It's too easy for us to do that. I mean, right. nobody's going to stop us. We're in here. I want somebody. To, I want to get in a public forum to where we can speak, where we get the right people in a public forum, seminar style, debate style, to where we can say, just give me your reasoning why this is good. Wouldn't that be great? Nobody can shut us down. We could sit here all day and go, this sucks, and nobody's going to get on the – we don't have a uh, – we're not on a live forum. Line, we're yeah. podcasting. So I don't – I mean, I, I think it's good to educate people. But I don't know if I'm educated enough on all of these matters to to do it. All I know is that I'm living in fear. I'm living sad. I'm living scared. I'm I get dark when I shouldn't be. I get I get really upset for other people, like the people you're talking about. These businesses shutting down. I can't stand to see the effect it's taking on them. I can't stand the effect it's I've seen it take on kids. Oh yeah, kids are not only had to wear masks for two years for no reason. They had to see their mom and dads go through hell, divorce rate climb through, spousal abuse, domestic violence, all of those rates went way up. So it takes its toll in so many more ways than we're even can even talk about in a five hour discussion that you just want to like go away. You want like you want to get away you from be it. out in the desert by yourself. Yeah. Dude I Claude Dallas style. Yeah. I drove downtown the other day, Friday at work and uh probably like a sixth grade elementary school class, you know, like 30 kids going on a field trip and they're outside and they're walking with their teachers and there's still a dozen of them wearing masks outside because they don't know, they don't know what to do. Right. Nobody's, nobody's telling them what to do or, you know, they, they don't need to do that anymore. They're so, you know, accustomed to it now that, but that's not how it should be. And I mean, I guess it's everybody's right to choose, but a, a sixth grade child doesn't need to be hiding from every germ in the world. You know what I mean? They, they need germs. They need the germs. They need to build an immunity and to wear a mask. And, and when you got, I mean, it ju- you just can't help but say when you got 30 kids that aren't wearing them and then you got the six that are, those six are being ostracized. They're, you know, they're outing themselves, ousting themselves, whatever the word is, you know, uh, 
to where people are looking at him differently. It's true. I so look their self-esteem's going down. Well, people say don't judge anybody for still wearing a mask. Well, to me, they, they've been scared so bad. They've been brainwashed so bad that that's their new way of life. They're right. never going to take it off. What message has got to come through for you to take the mask off? I, I saw two. It, I have a, a second opinion on that, too. But I, I we went to uh, uh, frozen yogurt last night. Two, like, college-age kids, they're still wearing two masks when they come in. To me now, some of that's a political statement, I believe. When you when you when you do that and when you're in a, you know, a, a situation I think you're telling people, "Hey, this is what side of the aisle I sit on." You know, I don't I don't care. No one's going to tell me not to wear a mask. You know, I'm wearing a mask and and I think part of it's political. The kids, I don't know how to answer that one. I, I can't believe they're still wearing. I actually actually seen a lot of them lately now that I rethink about my weekend here i saw like eight people at dinner the whole family except for two of them wearing them and one guy wearing his around his chin and it's like you're wearing why do you wear that around your chins you don't have to wear one anymore so why are you wearing it around steve your chin? kerr wears them in the stadium coaching basketball but when he's in the huddle which is the closest proximity of the whole game he takes it off yeah well your players can hear you when they're that close they can't hear you when you're wearing the mask when you're just on the sideline. Right. Like it's all bright. It's all weird to me. It's, it's just like weird. weird. Like who's telling you to do that? So it started with Kaplan. I'm not going to watch the Giants anymore. You did it. Thank you. Thank you for ruining San Francisco Giants baseball for me. Yeah. For them believing in you and then you not believing in America, you've turned me against the San Francisco Giants because you represent them. Your voice of the Giants. Hey. I, I haven't sucks. watched them since they knelt for the national anthem. Really, I mean, I catch tidbits here and there, but yeah, it sucks. Sad, right? And it's like I said earlier, you feel it just from every angle. You, you can't even watch a baseball game anymore and, and get away from it. Like um, you said, Claude Dallas, cabin in the woods, 1,000 acres, don't come over here, dude. Yeah, this is uh, my land. Aunt, uh, Aunt Cleo and Uncle They're going to find a way to get those rid of those people, though, too. Uh, it's coming. They're going to find a way to tax that so much when you own over 10 acres that they, they want to scare you off your own land. Well, yeah, wait. Think about – it just hit my head. Think if you're a farmer like Lavore that he, he wasn't able to run a diesel, you know, uh, pump to run his, his pivot five years ago, ten years ago. Those guys, they've all, they're all shut off right now, right? There isn't, there isn't a person in America that's turning a diesel – you know, pump on right now to irrigate a field. There's no, no way it pencils out. Nope. Can't. That's why they're all, that's why I, I talked to two people in Canada today. They're claiming crop insurance already. Yeah. They can't do, can't they afford can't afford to run they, the tractor through the field no. probably at this price. They can't. Um, so now they'll scare you away from your food too. You weren't going to go to Canada this year and duck hunt anyway, were you? I can't. I don't have the shot. Oh, you have to have that? Still. Oh. To cross the border. Now, oh, I mean, oh, there oh. might be certain instances that you don't, but to go up there for recreational purpose of hunting and bringing in hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to the Canadian economy through tourism, we're not going again. And not many Americans don't go anymore. Those outfitters are dying on the vine up there. Uh, yeah. Over 50% of Saskatchewan outfitters, I believe, did not try to re-up their license from 2020 to 2021. I like, don't know for 2022 how much lower it went down. The guys I know that go didn't go. I mean, 
Or if they used to have eight I'm guys I'm not that going went, to allow go. somebody to tell me what to put in my body. No. Here we are, a couple months after COVID lays down a little bit, no more mask, whatever. I don't even really hear about it anymore. What good, what, am I, am I in harm's way of not getting that vaccination? No. It's over, right? I mean, I mean you got it, right? No. Fine. I mean, heck no. <laughs> no. I got him to say the F word. <laughs> I knew I could get him to say the F word. But that's the thing is that control, yeah. brainwashing, control, like, I'm not going to lay down to that. I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to give you shit for getting it. No. But don't give me shit for not getting it. Right. I had one guy that almost knocked out in the gym one day because he tried to big league me about that vaccination. It was like two, three weeks after it came out. You should be ashamed of yourself coming in here. I'm like, really? You ever been hung up by your underwear? Right. Huh? You ever seen Christmas Story, dude? You want a covered wagon? Yeah, like it's crazy to me. Like the the, the judgment, the division. They want you to be divided. Created by by them. Yeah. No, I I, Speaking of them... And transitioning smoothly, mm-hmm. this transition Message. of this transition of breaking it down with Chad and Alex is brought to you by the one and only Rigid Industries. I got to tell you, dude, have you seen my new bumper? Yeah, it's sick. The bodyguard and those lights, the double light bar. Did you see the double? I saw it. I never seen it in action, but oh, I saw it. Well, you got to be around. Well, you got to be around at diet. You're never, you're always locked in your house, no, living scared. Not true. Don't want to get bit by a mosquito. <laughs> so, mosquito. Mosquito. Um, I've had several people tell me, oh, by the way, thank you, bodyguard bumpers, and thank you, Rigid, for building out our trucks. They look unreal. Several people tell me, and not one bad review, all of them have been it's unbelievable you have to go see the new top gun new top gun i did i heard the exact same thing and i'm very skeptical really because i've heard from i've seen celebrities post on it that i know that have sent me stuff i saw you know the few that i follow have said it's a must see and at least eight friends from reno went and saw it over the weekend and said you have to go see it i heard i've heard the exact same thing i and they also said that it's a feel-good American pride movie. I heard that, too. I have seen the original Top Gun four million times, and I don't know that anyone I know is on that level that has recommended it to me. Like, people have been like, yeah, I saw Top Gun in 1988 or whatever, but but I've seen it four million times and know every line of it, so I don't know if I'm going to have the same feeling. That's what worries me. Why? Because it's, it's hard, it's to, match hard the, to top an original, dude. Like Caddyshack 2 is not as good as Caddyshack 1. Not even. That I mean, never hang, made. none of the hangovers compare Hangover, to the first one. They, they're good, they're right. but they don't compare. And this movie's... Godfather 2 was pretty close to Godfather yeah, pretty 1. pretty good, too. But you're talking... I know what you're saying. Coming to it's America. Hard. Not even. Coming to America. I never saw it. <laughs> never but saw it. it. You know, 30-some-odd 30 years later or whatever, I don't know. And... Is it its own? I guess it's its own movie that stands on its own, but I'm going to go see it, but I'm I'm a little bit skeptical about the reviews I've heard so far. Skeptical is you don't believe them. Right. Like you think that you're going to have to see it for yourself. Well, I, of course right. we're like that. We're going to, of course we're going to have to see for ourselves, but here's the next question. Living scared. How far does living scared, or is it just anti 
like you being antisocial, because I'm more and more antisocial of leaving my backyard. Do you, would you, do you trust, do you tr- want to go into a movie theater? Oh, I just went and saw Jackass 4 when it was out. I still go to the movies. Jackass 4? Yeah. Was that a rerun? Forever. Yeah. Is no, it any good? brand new. Oh, it's awesome. And now 4.5 is on Netflix, which is all the stuff that didn't make the the film. Did you watch it? Oh, my, dude. I Lit- saw that tennis player serving yes. just a preview. They, they, they cut it off before she hits the first ball. So the the movie for Johnny Knoxville's like 50 years old doing this shit still? They all are. They brought on four new young cast members, but the originals take all the damn except for uh, in it? Oh yeah. Uh Chris Pontius doesn't do a whole lot. Remember he's the party boy? Yeah. He didn't do a ton. I don't know. He, I took it he had a young kid and I think maybe he wasn't too into it and Bam is not in it. Um Did they have a, a, a falling out? Bam Majera? No, he's uh rehab he got screwed up on drugs, yeah. Like he's and worse alcohol. than ever? Yeah, I guess. Dude, he was worth fifty million at one time. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know what he is now. I he I, hopefully he's in real. Was it or Bam's something. mom and dad? They always messed with. Yeah, Phil and. Are they uh, in it at all? No. What uh, if he's still alive, dude? They but they got four new new young guys that do a lot. But the, literally, and I'm not exaggerating. You laugh from the minute the movie starts, and it's either oh my god or laughing the entire movie. So would you go see it again? Hundred percent. Tonight you'll go with me. Yep. Well, I can't go tonight. Why? But, well, I have dinner with my parents every Tuesday because I'm out this way, you know. What about after? Is there a late showing? I don't know. It's probably not even in the theaters anymore. Because I, I will say this. Like, I remember when the original came out. 01, 02, somewhere back in there, maybe 01. And I went and was falling down in the aisles. And man, I don't know if it's because that type of movie doesn't stay funny because it's not jokes it's more scripted pranks you know once you've seen it once you've seen it it can't make you laugh again so i watched one again like on netflix or one of the deals on a plane ride i don't know a month ago maybe not even that long ago i I didn't even giggle really and i don't know if it's that type of what type of humor is that slapstick reality it's not really slapstick like naked gun yeah it's it's more like dangerous like hurt your body yeah but like the first scene, you know, like I remember how hard I laughed at the demolition derby and the rental car and the blow up dolls in the back oh, and he yeah. spray paints it and takes it to the shop and just completely puts roll bars in it and everything. I didn't even giggle. But I was wondering, like, if I watch Coming to America again or I watch good jokes like Raw or Bill Burr or, you know, Eddie Murphy that we've talked about, I laugh. If I watch the movie Major League. Or the movie Happy Gilmore, which is, I think, it's Sandler's funniest movie ever. Um, I laugh still. Did you watch the Borat movies? I lo- and, I, and Borat's different, too, because there's more of a plot there. Right. Where Jackass just jumps from skit just to skit, see, to, skit, skit. skit to skit. So skit, I don't know yeah. if it's like that type of humor that doesn't keep its, what I, for lack of better terms, its legacy or its longevity and being funny. Now, first, per, first time guys seen it. At 18, might watch the original Jackass and think it's funny. But here is it because my question is, our brains been so messed up since the original Jackass came out? Because that's every day on social media now. Oh, yeah. So have we, but you said you laughed came at part four. De- decent. Oh, the whole, and 4.5 the whole time. So like, I can't turn my mind off that I've seen that now. That's, that's every day. Yeah. You see that if, I mean, if, if they you change, they changed the world, dude, they changed the game. No doubt. They but were if, the first ones doing that. Go, stuff. But try to go back tonight when you're at home after your dinner and see if Jackass is on Netflix. I don't know if it is. Or I not. own them all. 
Put on part one and see if you laugh. Dude, I still literally. So you you, laugh still? A hundred percent. I've watched them all since before they were famous. I have them on VHS. They They were called the CKY films. Can't kill yourself. And it was when they were doing it with home recordings and stuff like that. But I watched this thing. Uh, it popped up on something of mine. And this dude's coming down a road and Bam Margera, like, on style kicks a football. And it hits this dude's car. He did it on purpose, right? And the guy slams on the brakes, you know, and he, you, you, you hit my car. You know, and he's all, he's like, Yo, what do you want me to do? You know, he goes, well, how about apologize? And he says, he just said sorry like 60 times. And the guy goes, it's a brand new card, Bam Margera, without skipping a beat. Goes, it's a '96, and it's freaking <laughs> hilarious to me. I don't even know why they're just—they were like punk little dick kids. That, it's just funny to me. Dude. I know, but that, I that, know. but that's when you were young watching. Can you still I just laugh watched at it, it yesterday and laughed? Oh yeah. <coughs> oh, you watched an old one yesterday. Four point five. I watched on Friday night or whatever. I laughed the entire time. Dude. But that was your first time seeing it. Oh yeah. If I watch, I'm it. talking about if you watch the old oh, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. again. Oh yeah. Does 100%. it make you laugh as hard still? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. I don't know. Maybe okay. Then how much of how much of I don't really know what we're breaking down today. But how much more of a mindset is it when it comes to comedy? Yeah. If you're not in, if you're not ready to laugh, can it make you laugh? Does it matter what mood you're in and mindset and where your psyche is when you go into something that's going to be funny? Oh yeah. And I feel the same way about like, like dramatic movies and stuff like that too. Right. Like you got to be in the right, like if I want mindless, you know, if mindless is always kind of like the, the comedic stuff for me, you know what I mean? I could always rewatch raw or delirious or, you know, office or something like that when, when I don't want to think about something, but I can't watch like, uh, you know, dramatic movies or, or, you know, thriller movies or stuff like that. If I'm not like engaged, you know what I mean? I don't like I'll glance at my phone and watch jackass and I'm not missing anything. You know what I mean? And, but if you want to watch like, I don't know, Pulp Fiction or yeah, you can't take your eyes off the screen. You want to watch the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. The best advice on that kind of stuff is to put your phone, lock it up somewhere where you can't, where somebody hides it from you and stay, because your mind starts to shift and it starts to go and towards. You miss stuff. Wonder if I'm missing a text. Wonder if I'm missing this. Again, we've been conditioned on that. Yeah, you can't even watch a movie all the way through. Right. You're not even supposed to have your cell phone in the theater. People are always taking them out, texting. The light lights up. All that bullshit. Yeah. I'm just as guilty a lot of the times when I try to relax. My question though, in the comedy part of it, when you're relaxed and you're loose and you're having a beer, you're at a bar. That's when I laugh the most. You say something, I oh, yeah. fall. My buddy says something. That's the mindset I got to be into when I go into jackass. Maybe is maybe like a Sunday fun day day of drinking in Nashville and then go to like a four o'clock. Is that I don't know if that's a matinee or not, but that you know earlier movie to where I'm kind of in that loose mindset. You know what I just thought of, and it's a little off topic, but it's kind of on topic. You need to get one of those projector... Uh, projector by the pool? Yeah. Because think about if, like, okay, right well, as the sun's going down, you, you've whacked down four or five beers in the sun. Now you throw jackass up on the big screen and you're still in the pool, whatever. That would be funny, dude. Um, <clears throat> and that'd be fun to watch. Then what... Um, can that, you, you're right. What, what can you do as far as... 
kind of off topic again, but I haven't gotten a birthday present from you in a few years. Could you get me this projector and maybe come out here and set it up? <laughs> that would be the difficult part. Why? No, I think they actually make them that like work right off your phone now. Get a couple. I mean, are you opposed to hanging some uh, white bed sheets up over the bar and getting one of those ones that works off your phone? Yeah, I'll get that for you. No, I thought we were getting a real projector. Well, I mean, I, I mean, how high def does it need to be when you're four or five beers deep and doing cannonballs off the uh clay just bought an 85 inch tv for 1200 bucks i know it's crazy i saw one at sam's club i thought the same thing you don't want a tv outside though you got to get the projector thing i want a tv for in the house that big though that you got off topic but you you have a pretty nice tv no you should get a tv for outside though they do people do put them outside like above in the bar so you're in the pool and you can look in the bar or Not that you'd be watching sports or anything, but throw a funny movie on or something. Throw I don't watch TV and I'm in the pool, though. I'm engaged, talking. Yeah, like but over a, by the hot tub, maybe. What if you had some music videos playing on there or something? Like old rap? Right. Yeah. wonder if you can buy those still. There's there's services that do it. I've been to bars where that's like, if you want 80s rock videos, yeah. they'll put them on. There's do you remember how great it was, like, coming home from school and just watching MTV, which was legit music videos? Not, Every day. Not the, they had the MTV News was like a two-minute like shot in between music and it videos. always had axel in it yeah it always did back when i was watching it god that was good good times they were the best it started with me with friday night videos in reno it's like on old eight channel eight yeah, or yeah. something you had to wait up till midnight they played twisted sister mm-hmm. we're not going to take it or i want to rock rat out of the cellar um they did uh round and round comes but all those do videos and stuff they were all after hours until mtv was like you had to could get cable and have MTV. You had to have cable, then yeah. you had Ricky Rackman. You had Friday Night. You had uh, uh, Yo MTV Raps. Yep. You had um, Ed Headbangers Lover and, Ball. Ed Lover and, and Ed Lover and uh, Doctor Dre. Yeah. The other Doctor. The other Doctor Dre. Yeah. That Eminem sings about in that How song. How funny is it? He goes back two in those Dr. days. Dre's. We had two Doctor Dre's. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. MTV was the, the shizzle back then. Never played country videos. Always rock. There was rock, rap, and pop. There was no country music on MTV. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. They had all the genres except country. I wonder if... Because country had CMT. I wonder... But when later. I wonder when the first country videos came out. And remember, remember when radio stations... There were radio stations that played everything, right? Like the early... Uh, really? Uh, I can't remember it now. But yeah, I mean, not like... They'd play like more like poppy kind of like hip hop, you know, but like a little bit of, you know, kind of like Beastie Boys and stuff like that, but country. And then they'd have like a little bit of rock and roll, you know, they would have like the whole genre, not like classical and stuff, but the popular music, they would play all, all three or four of them. Yeah. K-Wins they, used to be kind of like a K-Wins was well, more poppy. They had the nine at nine. But early now on, that we found love, yeah, what the, are yeah. we going to well, do? That's kind of poppy hip hop. With it. I just heard that song the other day. What was CNC Music Factory's one? Going to make you sweat. The music one. <laughs> the music. How did it go? Dude. Oh, oh man. my God. What, CNC Music. What uh, was that song? Oh, it was right on the tip of my tongue right there. Oh, I got to look it up. Where's Come on, Jack? dude. I know. I should have a better, better brain power than this. Right when I see it, I'm going to know. Going to make you sweat. That's Is exactly it? what it was. I named it. That was our big hit, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. This was K-Win's 9 at 9. Oh, yeah. And then Heavy D and the Boys. I remember one of the big hits to that time was uh, 
Um, one of the big hits was um, Tumble to the ground and then we say I, I think, think we're, we're alone now. now Is that Debbie Gibson? Tiffany? No, no. Maybe, I, think I think we're, we're alone, alone now. now Tiffany, right? Tiffany, Tiffany Tiffany, dude, I'm that. That was uh, that was the stuff that they played on K Wins back in the day. All but, the top hits. But now kids don't gather around, dude. I used to put in my cassette and try to record the countdown. Oh, now yeah. you just go to Spotify and you have like can make your you own playlist. Yeah. Things have changed so much. I don't know if it's for the better either. You, you remember waiting on the the top nine or whatever it oh, was, yeah. and, and waiting to hit the the record button at the same and time with it the didn't play eat button. Your tape and have to get a number two pencil to right to wheel it back and, and the. Uh, You'd be trying to time the DJ to stop talking and the music. And, like, they'd always have the intro going and it pissed me off because you wanted to get the intro on your tape, but they were talking over it, and then you'd hit it and it'd be cut short, yeah. And I'd always try to call in and be a winner. Oh, yeah. We did that. I mean, we did that all the way through when I worked at Western Nevada. I remember my buddies worked on the night crew unloading trucks at night, you know, and they would, because no one was listening to the radio late at night, they would win those contests all the time, dude. All the time. All the time. Because, you know, 2, 3 in the morning, they're up waiting for the next truck to come in, and they would do like a, the 10th caller wins tickets to friggin' CNC Music Factory. They'd be the ones calling in, you know. I wonder if we yeah. lived in the be- a better time. Is it better to be a kid now or back then? Back then, for sure. Dude, I, not to go off the I don't rails. Like, I don't like the idea of being a kid always stuck to a pad. Hey, we're, we're, we, we caught lizards. We walk into the restaurant yesterday for lunch. And there's eight people waiting in line, a family, right? Little girl on the ends on her phone. Hostess walks up, so-and-so party eight. They all get up. The girl's on her phone. Two funny things happened. The whole family left her there. She never knew her whole family got up and walked away. And I'm telling you, they were sitting by each other on the waiting bench. So I looked over and I said, hey, I think your family got up. She, she never heard me. We ended up going and sitting down, and I watched 30 to 45, maybe a minute later, her little brother came running out of the restaurant and got her off the bench. She had no clue that her family had walked away, and they had no clue that she wasn't at How old do you think she was? Maybe eight. Yeah, did you see those studies they did on that? It was some kind of Dateline show where they had a, um, a hidden camera on a jungle gym at a park. And like, you know, like dads would come in there, moms come in there, their kids. And then they had a, a a make-believe kidnapper. Have you seen that study where the dad will sit down on the bench and just get so engaged, whether it's work or yeah. or Tinder or Instagram or Tic Tac or whatever it is, the kidnapper just go up and take the kid and put his hand over his mouth and freaking walk away with him. Dad would never notice. Had no idea until he looks up and there's no kid to be gone. And by that time, that kid's in a van going down the freaking road. And of course it was a study and it was like a test and they brought the kid back and the dads were relieved, but they can't get pissed. They couldn't get, I'm sure they had to go sign a, uh, you know, a release to be part of the study after it happened. I don't see that being scripted the way they put together. It was kind of like that, uh, dateline to catch a predator. Yeah. Yeah. Which should be the number one rated TV show of getting those punks. But I think that they, that too many people caught onto it. Hi, I'm Chris Hansen with uh, Dateline. Dateline. Catch Have a seat over what there. What did you bring the Zima for in the 12th? And like, they're just like, oh. I know. <clears throat> they, they all realized that they didn't have to say anything is what happened, right? They just, uh, they could do that show every day and it would just show them all getting arrested. You know what I mean? But yeah. They, yeah, there was a time when they would sit there and talk to him for like 
minute because they thought they were going to get out of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, if I talk to this guy. They, they, cool, they weren't catching on to it. And then they'd walk outside and get arrested anyway, yeah. And he was he was so smooth. He'd be like, no, 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 just sit down. Yeah, don't. No, sit down. Let's talk about, about this. What, well, what'd you bring condoms for? Yeah. And what, what are you planning on doing with a, a bottle of whiskey when they, she said she was 14 online. Oh, yeah. I mean, who, you got to be nuts. Those but guys the, are still out there. You know, there was that guy online that, uh, the girl that partnered up with him was, she was like of age, but her voice sounded really young. So she would be the one on line, like soliciting dudes, not soliciting, but, you know, catch, you know, getting them caught and then this dude would hammer him you know and but not get him arrested he was just exposing him and you know he would expose that person to the community and the family and all that as a as a they're still out there doing that stuff so good for them getting the weirdos out of there gotta get them out of there get them out of the gene pool dude. feed them right to the sharks are you allowed to say that on here absolutely i think so. i think so i don't know do you know that not one person's been arrested from epstein's island really yeah not one. All those guys did all that stuff, and they never. How much would you have paid for that painting of Bill Clinton? Oh my God! I dude. could see it in the studio. You'd have He's to wearing a that... red dress, right? Yeah, you'd have to have that under bulletproof glass. She got busted. She did, but no, none of the Johns, none of the none of the elites that were. Do you think doing she, the deed? Do you think she'll get off in prison? I think it would already happen by now. Have you not to change topics again? But it's interesting. Uh, there's a conspiracy theory now that in that shooting. Um, the one that they're the white supremacists shot all those people in Buffalo. The security guard was a uh, had just been on the news about creating a water powered engine and then was killed in that thing. Do you know the last guy that came out with a water powered engine was quote unquote killed by the CIA, poisoned at lunch when he was signing the papers to give them his. Patents. I didn't hear anything about this theory. Is it national news? Yeah. You should look at it, dude. Is there proof that he was actually talking about a water, a water uh, on the news water operated engine? If you Google his name and hydrogen, it, it comes right. He's a he was a security. He was a twenty seven year cop, but like a genius, and has always worked with water and vapor power. And he was just on the news um, talking about he created a water powered engine, which has been done before. So the theory would be that. If it was just him, they would know it was a hit on him. So they had to off the other people to make it look like it was more of an evil doing yep. when it was really trying to get rid of somebody that was trying to test the, that the certain gas industry. Oil company. Yeah. The gas and oil company. I don't even want to talk about it. We'll get suicided. But this happened 27 years ago, a guy. It's in the same story if you read it. Uh, he created. How do you a, find out about this? What are you looking at to hear about this? This had popped up on my news feed or whatever, social media. And then I Googled it just to look a little further, and it was there. Uh, but, yeah, a guy did 27 years ago, created a water-powered engine, and met with some people, supposedly with the CIA, that were offering him huge money for the patent, and met him in a restaurant, was signing the papers, and to, ate some of his food and went outside and died, told his brother they poisoned me and fell over dead. Speaking of getting poisoned, which I didn't today... And you was right before that you said food. This episode of Breaking It Down is brought to you by... You got to listen to me. Hot, hot, hot griddle, okay? 450 to 500 degrees. I like to use the induction on the new Timberline XL Traeger. Or I like to use a little Traeger Ranger with the searing plate in it. Hot. Okay, hot. Hot. 
you got to do this out there if you listen to this podcast. I guarantee you that you, and you could ask anybody out here. I cooked them today for lunch. You, you were pissed I didn't save you one. I did save you one. There's one here. American almond beef. The burger is amazing. All the steaks are amazing. The brisket's amazing. The tri-tips are amazing. The, all of the steaks and the and the roasts, everything is good. The burger is unbelievable. This burger is going to take over. Take it, and I put the provider crosshairs, the rub. It's the one with the elk on it with the crosshairs. The little, it's the art of the deal, the little Donald Trump saying with the dill pickle in it. It's the best cheeseburger and burger rub there is. I use that thoroughly on the meat with an egg or two just for binder. On Yolk the beef. Or just all of it. All of it. No breadcrumbs, nothing. Just egg. Dry rub, crosshairs. Then I make what would be about a half-pound meatball. You know, it's going to cook down maybe a, between a quarter and a half pound meatball. Make up a bunch of meatballs, and I have my Traeger running at 225 degrees. I set the meatballs on the bottom rack for about 18 minutes, checking them with a meter probe, M-E-A-T-E-R. You got to get a meter if you don't have one. Watching the internal temp until it climbs to about 115 to 120. Meatball form. Over here, I got my griddle going, my induction on the new XL, like I said, or my Traeger. Hot griddle flat and then i got my meat press i don't know if you own a meat press but you got to have a meat press if you're going to take your backyard cooking or even kitchen cooking to the next level you know what that is right i do so this is a smash, I know where you're going. smash, smash burger. burger style meatball goes on the griddle as soon as i put a little olive oil on the griddle get it coated that is going to add flavor to it plus it's going to get a good cooking cooking um surface smash it down hold it on there for about maybe eight seconds five to eight seconds Pull the meat press off, salt, little salt, little pepper, spatula, flip it, tiny bit more salt and pepper, not very much at all. Your piece of cheese, whatever you want. Today I was using a cheddar and a, um, oh man, I don't even remember. What's the spicy Monterey pepper, Jack called? Pepper Jack. Pepper Jack. Um, cheese is on there. It's going to melt fast on top of that hot burger that just that just got flipped over and it's that side's going to be real hot. Pull it off. It's going to be at about 154, 55 degrees after it goes literally like not even a minute and a half on each side. Pull it off on the bun. You don't even need a toasted bun with this. Stick it in foil. Wrap it if you're not going to eat it right away. Or just let it sit in there until you've got your sides or your plate ready. But I, I hold them in foil. I do not have one condiment on the burger. No mayo, no mustard, no ketchup, no pickles, no lettuce, no onion, nothing. No avocado, just no meat, bacon. meat, cheese, and bread? Meat, cheese, and bread best burger you'll ever eat really american almond beef mixed with the provider mixed with the traeger mixed with the hot griddle on another traeger mixed with that napa valley olive oil no butter nothing just freaking unbelievable exceptional burger dude i'm telling you you want me to cook you one after this i will make you a custom one before your dinner i had that slider that you had roughly the same kind of a same same process but i don't use the hawaiian roll right 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 and the thing about it is that you can't overcook it. You can't allow yourself to do that. You got to put that press on there, pull it, flip it, cheese, you know, salt and pepper, obviously, and pull it. It's going to keep cooking because it's so hot, but you don't want to eat a burger over 155 degrees. I don't. Like 160 is getting to that medium point. I want it to still have a little pink in it. Dude. Alex, I'm telling you the taste of this American almond beef and these provider rubs. I'm not just saying it because we're part of it. This provider cookbook at retail, online at theproviderlife.com, AmericanAlmondBeef.com. The best meat there is. It's be- I'm telling you right now, I'm straight up. I ate a lot of Wagyu last week. I ate a lot of Wagyu from three different ranches. Two Western ranches and one Midwest ranch. 
our beef's better than all the Wagyu. Now, people are going to say, you're out of your freaking mind. You're just saying that. Wagyu's good, but Wagyu's not good for a long time. Wagyu's good for one or two bites. It's really rich. It's really high in fat and marbling, which is fine. But, man, it's hard to eat a bunch of it. Mm-hmm. Dude, our steaks and our burgers, these burgers today have me so fired up. And I know this isn't really just a, an advertisement or a commercial or a brought to you by. It's part of the conversation of knowing where that food comes from. We know exactly how our cattle and our steers are raised and finished and butchered and processed, USDA and packaged and all that. I know the whole story of the feed and the, and the commodity business. And I know the whole story of the provider mentality and living off the land and knowing how to pair that burger with the right drinks or the right vegetables, the right sides. I don't use condiments. Bubba didn't use condiments on one of them. He ate two. Tom was about to eat three until we cut him off. Don't Clay ate two. They're amazing burgers. So that's a little plug for American Almond Beef and the provider and Traeger and Napa Valley olive oil. But I'm telling you, take pride in this and know where your beef comes from. If you don't know where it's coming from at the supermarket or what it's been pumped full of, some grass-fed beef can be okay, but just do yourself a favor. Order some American Almond Beef at AmericanAlmondBeef.com. Get some of these provider rubs and throw down on that little burger recipe I just gave you. Thank me later, Alex. Do you think that people overcook most of the time? Is that the biggest mistake of new, new, maybe not even new to cooking? I think the biggest thing is that you forget how hot that piece of meat is when you take it off the heat. People think the cook stops when they pull it off the meat. Well, then you let it sit while you're finishing this chicken breast or you this pheasant or this burger or this whatever it is. And then by the time you go to sit down, people aren't prepared. They let it sit there. They, 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 they get their wine out. They all take their places at the table. People don't understand what to do from the heat to the, to the mouth. And how important that time frame is. it just is, continues to cook How to time. store it, how to wrap it, how to not let it overcook, how to take it off at the right temperature to where it ends up cooking to where you need it to be, how to slice it at the right times. They don't understand any of that. That's the biggest mistake I think is made. That with today's technology and these probes and these different types of temperature readers, you know, like we use the meter thermometer, it's impossible to overcook it, but you got to have a strategy of But it right, ends up overcooked because up overcooked. you let it you're not ready to eat it when it comes off well and you got to let them rest you know that's resting that's and i think <laughs> i think the other part of cooking is the presentation these burgers today even bubba you know how fired up bubba gets he'll see an ant farm and be like oh shit mm-hmm. like he was fired up look at these things they were barked they had that crust on them they looked to be very well textured on the outside but still medium rare on the inside did you film this no what well i people get I mean, I got to see this. I could have, but what I was doing, this is how anal I am about my cooking is that I'm cooking for a big party. Well, it's not big. It's 200 people Saturday. It's pretty big, 200 people. So when I got asked to cook, I'm like, oh yeah, they're going to, I'm going to have to get a bunch of farm raised ducks. I'm going to do this. And the guy goes, I want you to do your burgers. Cause I've done these burgers at a Christmas party last year in the Bay. And, uh, they're like, we want you to do those burgers. So now you got to time it, right? You got 200 people there. They're not all going to eat at once. It's not a sit down dinner. It's people be in the pool. People be doing this. They're going to come as they go. I don't want those burgers sitting for very long. So part of it is strategizing and reading your audience and your customer. Like how many people are coming at once? How many burgers do we have to have ready for the first initial push? How do we keep the the assembly line? So today we practice our assembly line with the individuals that I'm going to have at this party with me and what, what we're doing to have the bunge ready, to have the foil ready, to have the meatballs being watched, perfect temperature onto the hot olive oil, onto with the meat press going onto the meat, the cheese going on, the salt, the pepper, 
bam. And then having the condiment bar with pickles and onions and lettuce and tomatoes, relish, ketchup, mustard, mayo. We're not going to go as, as far as fancy as avocado or bacon. But dude, I'm telling you, this burger with the bun and you smash the bun down on it, bro. God, it's freaking good. Yeah. Legit good. And I could tell, Sound like, good. I can tell when people are like, yeah, these are legit, legit, because they're going back for seconds fast. They're they're eating fast. They're getting another one. And they're enjoying it. Like, they're, they're really enjoying the texture and the feel of it. And I think that that's what people need to start doing more is be unorthodox, but really care about the presentation and the aesthetics of your finished food and how you put it on that table. I did last night, I did a homemade pasta, homemade sauce that was amazing. It was a tomato basil, um, tomato basil cream sauce, but it wasn't like a Alfredo. It had some really good mushrooms in it, fresh basil, like amazing stuff. And I paired it with Clint's backstraps off his elk. Did the exact same style elk from the reverse sear, I mean, from the smoke to the reverse sear, got that bark on them, 130 degrees when I took them off of the thing, let them sit for like four minutes, sliced them and was serving hot with a sprinkle of Mediterranean, that pink Himalayan, the pink Himalayan sea salt, not Mediterranean, the pink Himalayan, right into their mouths. I wasn't like sitting down on the plate. They're like, oh my God. Clint texts me, what does this say right here? And Clint's eating a lot of meals out here. This is what Clint texted me last night. You know who Clint is, right? Yeah. Right there in the... See it? Oh, top top five dinners of all times. I couldn't see it. Yeah, top five burgers of all time! Exclamation point. He sent me that at eight or at nine oh nine last night because him and Chance stayed around for a for a little game of a cornhole after. Top five of all time. He's eating three hundred here, probably four hundred dinners here, plus camp, plus on the road stuff we've done. I wonder if that even it's means impressive. all the dinners he's ever eaten out too. Right. What if that means his whole life? Yeah, of all time, he said on there. Yeah. That's. Elk steak backstrap, wild Nevada, Rocky Mountain elk. How many drinks did he have before he takes up? Not many. We were barely drinking. He makes his new drink called the Hunter. It's an Italian whiskey drink with some maraschino. And um, it's good, but it's too sweet for me. But it's good. It's like a, it would be like an after dinner dessert drink for me, you know, for an Italian, like a limoncello style. Oh, I like limoncellos too. Yeah, because it's just pure sugar. Pure it's booze. like eating ice cream. And one fifty one. Did you say it was pure protein? Pure booze. Well, it's what it is. It's pretty much Italian moonshine. It's, it's one fifty one. Yeah. I never knew that. The first like five times I got really hammered in San Francisco. You don't always have to use one fifty one, but you're supposed to because it's supposed to be liquor. a shooter. Yeah. A sipper shooter. Yeah. But you can use any clear. Sure. You can use vodka. Well, I go by a train when you can go by plane though. You also haven't bought a bottle out here in a while. Anything? That's not true. Name ones. Last time. Every I'm not talking I about a bottle of Bud Light in. in your console. I always bring something. Always. You never come anymore. Pool parties, I bring seltzers, Bud Lights. When are we having different a pool kinds parties? of Long drinks. I introduced you guys to the long drink <clears throat> when, when it warms up. I don't know if I'm a fan of the seltzer revolution anymore. Or evolution or whatever that's called. They're nice. Like, like I had a few in Talladega because you get kind of beard out. Or They're you nice because you think you're beard out and you think you're hot and you need a nice summer drink. Yeah. The things will put you on your ass. Oh, I know. They're powerful. That's good. Are we going to Talladega? I've been thinking about I want to go to Talladega again already. Why Are not? you going to, in the fall? I don't know. You know, Chris, he got his, the cookbook and the rubs I sent him. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> hey, man. Damn. Doesn't that sound like him? 
<laughs> Y'all outdid yourself on this cookbook. What was he? Talladega Five or something like that? God, he's awesome. <laughs> he is the most welcoming. I mean, all Southerners are for the most part. Right. For Alabama, he's he might be the coolest person I've ever met that was born in Alabama. I can't help but think. And I know that you... And that wasn't a cut on Alabama. I'm just no, saying no, no, I, know I know a lot of people born in Alabama. He might be the coolest. Chris Bazinet. He is our... I, I guess he's like our headquarters at Talladega. Yeah. His camp is. I, I know you tried this time, but I just... I think we could do Talladega better now that we're having a smorgasbord of conversation. When you think about what you just described... The we, burgers? Just every... just. Well, I threw down on some meals no, there. No, I but know. I know you if did. You, rem- you remember what had happened on part no, of that. I, yeah, 100%. I, that's what I'm saying is I, I don't think that we could call the career over yet because I think we could do a little bit better. My problem is is that I'm a control freak. Right. So, like, if I was going to do it my way and it was going to be like, I would have to have the thing under my direction, my control. You'd be Chris, but. Yeah, I'd have to have it set up <laughs> the way that I like to run things with my coolers, my refrigeration, my grills my searing right because i'll stand there and cook all day you know if people are enjoying it because i love sitting there conversing having a beer right cooking and grilling on the trigger and I then love when that. it's over then you walk down to talladega boulevard and yeah yeah that's what i i think that could be done as long like, as they don't want to be there cooking breakfast and stuff but I, like i will i mean i'll go over there and throw down on a breakfast at 11 a.m yeah but yeah at 11, <laughs> no i'm saying i think a I think brunch we, brunch we take and lunch of the dinner you have some pulled pork sandwiches, something like that. You know, just some. Like legit. you kill it. Oh yeah. But see, that's the thing is that I'm a I'm an invitee there, and then Chris. You don't want to take over. I, I think Chris really saw this year that me and him could cook good together. I'm serious. Like no. he he wouldn't leave me. Like he's like keep cooking, man. This yeah. shit good. Like right? he just kept. He said he just let me keep cooking. He could use a little help too. I mean. Oh yeah, me and him doing it together. Yeah. I'd love that. Right. But I, I just don't want to make it sound like I'm coming in here trying to change things. I'll just get in where I fit in. Right. By the I way, think, by the way, I went to the A's game the other night with Ricky Henderson. You saw? Did you see my stuff? No. I invited you and you no, skipped out. No, I you you forgot to tell me it was a night game. I had one important meeting and then I could have went. Were you going to tell me you met too short? Too short wasn't there. That was a joke. But look at this picture and then blow it up and look behind home plate. Look how sick that picture is. And don't be afraid to tell the world what shirt I'm wearing. Oh, Cut off yeah. sleeve, Def Leppard. No sleeve, Def Leppard. With one of the top. Ricky Henderson's wearing a sport coat. I consider Ricky Henderson one of the top three greatest baseball players in Major League they Baseball They call it history. Ricky Henderson Field? Yeah, it's just Ricky Henderson game. Field. No, the whole year. It, not the stadium, but the field is Ricky Henderson Field. And it's written on the outside, all over the outside, too. Welcome this to Ricky Henderson Field. This is his box you're in? That's his suite, yeah. Do you guys get all tuned up? Pretty tuned What's up. What's he drink? whatever i poured really yeah but that is a good good freaking man right there and he's a Henderson. duck hunter right love he's loves hunting and fishing where's and he shooting. bay area still yep here's the sad part 3700 in attendance in attendance for the a's game that was on a thursday night friday night the next night they had sold 7500 tickets that place is an old radio stadium it's got to hold 60,000 it mm-hmm. looks like a graveyard in there it's sad they got to move. There, there's rumors they might end move up in Vegas. Vegas, dude. And they're trying to. They, they, you know, they, they, they raised the money to build their new stadium in downtown Oakland on the river, and they, they haven't started it because that. I think that Vegas push. Because their their AAA team is in Vegas. 
Right. And they draw more in Vegas than they do in Oakland on AAA baseball. It, they don't it, have one player on the team. Not not that these guys aren't talented players. They don't have one star on their team. No star, yeah. I asked Ricky, I said, if they were 15 games above 500 instead of under, would there, this be full? He goes, no, they ain't got nobody. They ain't got players. Hmm. You, you got to, you got to, you got to, I don't know why they don't, but just be in there with him. And the next night he was taking his family to Snoop, Ice Cube, E-40, and Too Short at um, where, the, where the the Warriors' new place in San Francisco. Really? Yeah, whatever that new – because, you know, the Warriors left Oakland too. Yeah. And they're playing across the bridge now. Well, that's what I was going to say is you got you got all that action, you know, the Giants and 49ers and all – I mean, just there's a lot of Bay Area sports, and unfortunately the A's just – they fell behind. So they should move. <clears throat> Nevada needs a team. I don't know that I'll support it, but I mean, how long? How Vegas is only an hour flight, right? You can go down there for a two game out of a three game series. I heard the, the thing about Vegas though is that it's expensive, very expensive. When you go down to Vegas and you want to get a place on the Strip to watch a couple baseball games, you, you got to be prepared. That's why Vegas is smart to bring those teams in there. You're, you're spending. You can't leave Vegas under a thousand bucks even if you're there for one night. A thousand bucks on a room, maybe. No, I'm saying like booze and like a night out, not talking lodging. I don't know if I like going out in Vegas. The last few times I've been in Vegas this year, in this calendar year, and then I was there NFR, which is fun because there's a lot of country concerts going on at smaller venues like the old Horseshoe, Binion's, or, mm-hmm. you know, the the Silver uh, – not the Silverton, but the – what's the new place south where all the Cowboys stay? South, south Point. South Point. That place mm-hmm. is badass. Yeah. Um, I went to – uh, did I tell you I went to Paul or uh, Steve Aoki one night? Yeah, that's <sighs> not my thing anymore. It never would have been in my whole life. There's no way every now the guy He's talented makes some money. I heard his I dad started the Itchy Bond. He what? I heard his dad's the founder of Itchy Bond restaurants. I think maybe that's true. But this dude's talented. He makes his songs good. He gets the crowd into it. But mm-hmm. every song is starts off like, and then he goes one, two, one, two, three. Every song, and then they just start bouncing. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, this is aggravating. Um, glad I did it. It was packed house. Steve Aoki's the man. Um, but then I just hang out at Losers at MGM most of the time and listen to country music. Vegas, I'm a different Vegas guy. I, I want to find a cool circle bar, you know, tucked away bar, whatever. Then why go to Vegas? Well, there's always something else that's there, right? You go there for the shot show or you like, okay, I see what you're saying. You know, I hear the Knights games are unbelievable. Uh, I can't go to a Raider game. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to the nightclub scene anymore. I never really liked it, even when I was young. It always was very expensive, it, you know. And you couldn't get in; they, the lines would be huge. We went to the couple of the pool parties, but those were a little bit different. You could you could get through the lines, or sometimes there wouldn't be lines. Those were always fun. God, but, man! All those times, me and you had so many stories from the MGM pool parties. That, that those were great. I see, that the thing is, the part of me is sad that we don't do that anymore because I know life changes. But I still feel like we are, even in our 40s, we're young enough to enjoy that type of two-day experience. To go down there and to have that pool party atmosphere. But I don't know if Vegas, I haven't been there. I haven't done it in a while. Um, I don't know if it's the same. I don't know. You know how everything changes? Like, we'd go down there and be let down. No, I mean, I I think we would have a great time at, like you said. We We would be the oldest guys there probably, but... I don't know, dude. Vegas is known for uh, that. Yeah, there's. Probably, we would be in a different. We would be in the cabanas probably more, and you know, 
not doing the the running elk not dance running elk in, in, in the, the shallow in the end, body slamming each other and taking fourteen dollars shots. Well, we going to UFC. We went to shots. UFC that one of those nights. Yep. Watch Matt Hughes beat Matt Sarah, which was close fight. Love both of them. Love Matt Sarah. What a stud. Then we went to that Matt Hughes after party at that little country shithole bar. Oh, my God. And I was like, what is this? I thought we were at a the, UFC There's a liquor fight. store next door, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know you're at a bad bar when it's paired up with a liquor store. We've been doing fun shit for a long time. I know. A long time. I still got a lot left in me, too. Are you it's Are weird. you still off of the... The... Uh, the wagon deal are you not drinking during the week or are you back on it heavy not heavy no i'm like 70 30 i try to go 70 percent clean living 30 percent not um how how often have you drank this week drank or got drunk i did not get drunk i drank beers on saturday while i was working sunday i had a few beers and then yesterday at a I had a few more. I I drank beers all weekend. Nothing but beer. Where? Saturday, I had to build this gazebo thing, so I was drinking beers while I was doing that in the backyard. And then uh, Sunday, I can't even remember what I did Sunday, but I drank some more on Sunday. And then Monday, we went to a Mexican restaurant for lunch, had a big Pacifico, and then we went out to dinner at a place here in town. I had a beer there. So on Monday... You went out to two meals. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with barbecuing? Did you I have made, your Sunday? I made ribs on Sunday. That's what I did. Sunday night dinner. S- Sunday. Sunday. I did six. Did you have hours. your Sunday family dinner? Yeah. Were they good? They were really good. Look at big brain on you, dude. I bought a bottle of swine rub at uh, Sportsman's Warehouse. You're welcome. Um, swine. Yeah. You bought one bottle. Mm-hmm. Did was it pretty well stocked in there? Yeah. They just did a huge reorder. The, uh. They had they had them all. Uh, twelve fifty, I think they sell it for, which I thought was nice. Big bottle for twelve fifty. Yeah, yeah, it's about what MSRP is on. Yeah, that's great. You got the swine for the ribs because I wanted it for the ribs. Yeah. Why didn't you buy the ten pack? They didn't have it there. Huh? They didn't have it there. They had all. They had them all, but not boxed up. They um. They did. They did some old ultimate packs in some of the stores. They're selling the hell out of the cookbook too. They have it on a nice end cap here in Reno. I don't know if you've been by there to see it, but it's on a nice end cap up top. It's a good placement, and I know a lot of their stores are like that. Their whole store is basically barbecues now. Yeah. It's a shitty store for anything outdoors. Well, it's because nobody could get guns or ammo. They had to change it's their, not their business fault. plan. No, and I believe they were bought by Bass Pro or somebody, right? So no, or, that never went through. Oh, it didn't? No. I mean, it's still my go-to store. I don't, you know, Shields and Cabela's, I don't visit too often. I always go to the sports. There's something I've been wanting to bring up with you that's really wearing me out. Go ahead. You're really going to go to a Pitbull concert. Yeah. I don't get it. I was given the tickets for my birthday. Like, I just talked about Steve Aoki. It's the same shit. Like, there's no way that that's going to be fun. I really feel like it's going to be very fun. I actually saw some people at Bottle Rock that said he was, like, the best one there. Where are your seats? I have no idea. The ticket's on my uh, refrigerator. Jillian's sister gave them to me for Christmas, I believe, is what it is now. Are you going to go to any other shows there? I'm going to Kid Rock with you. I believe you invited me to Toby Keith. Are you going to come? I don't even know when it is. July 16th. I think so. 
I like I those love concerts. this bar. I like his Red Solo Cup song. My kind of place. Red Solo Cup. He's like I seven feet tall, isn't he? Do we meet him in so. Tahoe and he's real tall? He's not seven feet. But he's, he's, he's tall, right? He's a badass. I like him. He's coming on the podcast pretty soon. Is he? Mm-hmm. When he comes here? I don't know. I don't know. Prop, maybe we'll do it from his bus. Who else are you going to see? you want to go to the rodeo concert with me or are you working that I night? I have to work. Do you really? Are you going? Who is it? Justin Moore? Yeah. Yeah, I have to work. He's I'll my buddy. There. He's good. You want me to get you in the jack tent? No. I don't know, but maybe. The jack tent's too too. Go to the mad. Cougar Cantina. The what? The other bar. The That's Cor- a little. Coors Light one? Yeah. Coors. Coors Light, whatever, yeah. They, they did a bunch of live music last year. Don't you think, and if you don't want to talk about this on the air, don't you think that the rodeo could benefit from hanging out with a guy like you? I'm not saying that Justin Moore's not great, but I they mean, could just get some the rodeo, good acts, dude. Just the rodeo? Well, I mean, everybody. I know, no, but I'm, I'm saying, kidding. like, we could get some better music here in Reno. Dude, we haven't done things right in Reno for years, bro. I know. What the, well, what the hell? Well, Is it because nobody will support it? Um, I mean, you're competing with the casino industry, so everything's indoors. We don't have that outdoor amphitheater anymore at GSR, which was unreal. That was. Good. I saw Travis Tritt there. The Reno Rodeo in this market right here with – hold on, i got to call this guy right back. Jim, can I call you right back? Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. But um, It should be like Cheyenne Frontier Days. There should be a major concert after every night of every performance. I wondered the same thing. Every performance. If you had the right country music acts for that nine-day or ten-day performance of Reno, you would pack a concert after every performance that gets over at 9 o'clock, act goes on at 10, and out of there by 11.30. And you would have every night packed with country music. Or or even if you started the rodeo a little bit earlier or or cut some of the fluff off the rodeo cuz the rodeo doesn't start until 7 o'clock here I know. Now. started at maybe 6 they got to give people time, time to get, to get out of work, work and, and, get, that, and get it's it. and yeah. it's a cluster getting in there but 6 o'clock maybe maybe do mutton busting one one night instead of every night the, go, go look up like the Houston rodeo or Cheyenne oh, Frontier 30 days. days long and they're no they're, yeah i mean but the rodeo has a, they have a, a a concert after every performance and it might just be a 60 minute and the people right. know that they know that that's what they're getting. So for this rodeo night ticket, you get this plus George Strait after the performance right. or whatever, or whatever. We haven't. We have the most underutilized platform of entertainment ever in this area because we're a transient town. We just care about the casinos, and nobody gives it. Nobody gives a rat's ass about Americana around here. They just don't. Now you get out on the outskirts in some of these western towns. That's fine. You get the Winnemucca, maybe Elko, but they don't have the draw. Right. They don't get they don't the, the people draw. then. They don't have the, 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 the draw in the hotel rooms and all that to pack them in. And if you don't get the people, then you don't get the vendors and you don't get all, you know, I get it. I just think we could do better at that. Or even even the after, you know, that jack tent rails the way that it does because there's nothing to do after the rodeo. Nothing. You know That's what, I mean? what I'm saying. Every single one of those people would be watching Jason Aldean. Right. It's going to cost some investment. But if you got the right casino in there to underwrite some of it with the sponsorship everybody's going to go gamble after the concert they're going to have party nights oh yeah people are going to book their vacation for that week of the reno rodeo not just the cowboys and the people competing in it because even the cowboys that competed in here aren't here all week they'll come for two days and then they might come back for the finals after they go hit five other rodeos right and try to qualify for those finals 
So you get people that are going to look forward to that all year to where it becomes kind of like a music festival wrapped into the rodeo. So then you have the fair, you have, you might have something during the day on, on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, that opening weekend where they're going to a, a, a day fair. I don't know what it is, but there's a way that during the rodeo, there is nothing, maybe a casino act. They might have a country act inside the casino doors, but there's nothing that draws culture and 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 uh, energy like when you go to houston people can't wait to see cody johnson after do you remember the cable kickoff concert here back in the day when oh, chris yeah. ledoux would play it dude they could do that every night after the rodeo and it would be packed yeah that's the energy it's the it, energy and that like you said it gets everybody fired up to go out and gamble have another beer do whatever because <clears throat> i mean the rodeo is exciting and all but when it's over it's over you know what i mean it's kind of like yeah but after you see a concert and you're dancing and you're partying. You know you don't you don't think. Oh, I'm, I'm ready to go home. Yeah, and know? I understand people locals. So a lot of them are going to have to go to work the next day. But even the locals that are rednecks here, they're going to go to a concert and they're still going to get up and make the call the next morning yep. to the work and get make the bell. Then they're going to be ready to go rodeo again the next night. Yep. If your mind's into it, and then the people from California and Oregon or Idaho, they're going to take a week off to come if the right acts are here. Yep. And see them. If it's like you said, more like a festival. If you know. You got to watch five days of good rodeo paired with five good concerts. You're you're staying. You're and, I'll, and I'll be honest with you. Like, I went to, like, four nights of the Reno Rodeo last year. Was in the Jack Booth one. The rodeo is, like, zero climax now. Like, the, like most nights, the bulls bucked every cowboy off. Yeah. And then it was over. Some nights, they cut, brought out that dumbass freaking event, that bullfighting event, stupid or <clears throat> shit. Like, right. that's so dangerous, it's unreal. I won't even watch that. Right. When they, you know, when they bring the corral oh, yeah. out and they, or they bring the gates Put out them and they, in the pen, they try and jump over stupid, them and all that shit. Stupid, yeah. right? Um, but like it was anticlimactic. It was like fireworks, whatever. It's like you got to drive this up to where, if you remember the end of Revenge of the Nerds and the freaking Lambda 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 door, or the Adams College guys are doing the football cheerleader deal where, where Stan Gable and Ogre and everybody's dressed up like the cheerleaders and the cheerleaders are all dressed up in shoulder pads like the football oh, yeah. players with the eye black. Stan, Stan, he's our man if he can't do it. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden the nerds go, oh yeah, really? Come on. <laughs> and all the fireworks start going off and all the people watching the Adams football guys look over there and they bum rush that place. Oh yeah. Right, and then the nerds kick ass. That's what, Again, yeah, that's yeah. Hollywood scripted, but that's how I would envision. It's like as soon as those rodeo fireworks go off, the freaking footlights the come on the stage, on, yeah. and boom! Now you got freaking George Strait walking out. Now maybe that's an exagger, a big time achievement to get a million dollar act there, like the King George. But dude, Cody Johnson is ripping up the rodeo trails right now, and there's a plenty of other acts that you can get for a hundred to one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand a night that you would pack out that place every night. Right. Pack it out and keep it going. It's just it's kind of it's kind of stabilized or it's kind of just stagnant. Stagnant. Yeah. They don't want a new arena. They don't want a new venue. Well, they're trying, but they want it on the same grounds. Yeah. You know what I thought? The parking sucks. <clears throat> like, there's a lot of shit that can be. Again, we can. If you want change, you got to go out and make it. I would love to be part of something. I've wanted to do a music festival here for years because they work, and we got a great draw here. We have a great place to bring people in because of Tahoe, because of the outdoor, the outdoors here, the country feel here has a lot of country music fans, even like all of California from Bakersfield North is a, you go to country concerts in LA, they sell out. Yeah. Okay. People come from Arizona or Havasu or somewhere down there and, and all the people of LA, LA, just because it has that, 
that feel of the big city feel. It still has a lot of country to it. Bakersfield and the surrounding areas is a lot of ranching, a lot of farming, a lot of hunting, a lot of fishing. So there's a lot of Western people or country people down there. Yeah, San Diego even. Get so, away from the city and you yeah, find Yeah, they're getting it, yeah. away from the city. And there's a big draw in this area for country music for a big festival. That's why, uh, not Bottle Rocks. Is Bottle Rocks Napa? What's that uh, one called? Bottle uh, Rocks. Yeah. So what's the one down there called? Stagecoach. Stagecoach. Stagecoach is huge. Yeah, huge. Huge, huge. And that's in Southern California. So I think that's out by Indio, right? Same place by where Coachella is. Yeah. yeah, same place Coachella. So I don't know. I think that you could, I don't, man, I just, Reno just doesn't do it, man. They just, they don't know what they have here. And there, there could be a lot more going on, in my opinion. Yeah. Everything that was good here dies out. I don't want to go to the, the, the downtown Reno concerts. I hate them. It's dirty. Yeah. I don't enjoy it. There's you no don't want to deal with all the garbage that goes with it because they allow all the garbage. Right. Who wants to go to the, who wants to go to the, the, the farm? I used to go to the farmer's market every Thursday as a hangout. I don't, we used to, I used to too. It's lame. You won't do it now. No. How do we have that, that baseball field with no stage and no music playing there? Never. They should have a concert have every, every night. Yeah. There's soccer games. Nobody watches that. Nothing. Nothing. I put on concerts upstairs there. Remember when I bring in 2 a.m. logic and freaking concerts upstairs by the the bars and stuff yeah. upstairs i don't i haven't been to a game in five years i don't think i have either. i was thinking about going tonight are they playing tonight i think so did you go to unr last weekend or yeah. whatever that was did yeah. you enjoy it yeah we sat behind home plate with they jason win? donnelly it was a good they got beat by fresno who just got kicked knocked out of the tournament i don't know if unr won did they win this week i didn't even see if they won in the opening round i didn't see either of the tournament i don't think they did nice field good coach could be a strong program. Had an off year this year, but they get no support. None. No, it's sad because it is. They're fun to go to, but the kids don't go. The college students don't go to them. <clears throat> but they don't go to any of the games really. Football. They don't go to basketball. There was three hundred people there. It, sad. Yeah. Always is. Sad. There should have been way more. You go to any other college baseball game, they're packed, dude. I didn't see Kochi in there. By the way, you and Kochi owe me sushi. I just talked to him today. Do you owe me sushi? Just say yes. I think so. What for? You've been listening. Does he eat sushi? You've been listening <laughs> to breaking it down. Alex does owe me sushi. You should buy me a meal once in a while. My birthday's coming up. Did you know that? Mine's before yours. This episode of Breaking It Down was also brought to you by our friends at Flask Cap. These things are badass. We're shooting their commercial this Friday. Six ounce, nine ounce lids, pressure shot in there, no glass on boats, no glass on the beach. Have your mixer and your ice in the bottom of the tumbler. They are cool. Do you have a flask cap yet? No, but are I, you used, serious? I used yours in Talladega. It was nice. You love them? I really did think it was Drew cool. Drew Tom, Tracy, the crew up in Bozeman, Montana, God's Country. Flask cap, F-L-A-S-K-A-P, 1K, flask, like a flask in the cap. Really innovative. You take pride in it. You can customize them, get your logo engraved on them. I'm looking at one right now in the great white color, the provider logo. Thank you, flask cap unbelievable today's episode of breaking it down is also brought to you by dickies dickies workwear where are you working today america i love dickies i love the designs i love the innovation i love how they reach a huge diversity of people whether you're a skater a farmer a painter a nurse a hygienist the scrubs they make ranching hunting cold weather warm weather shorts going to the beach stylish dickies fort worth texas an american company Thank you very much, Dickies Workwear. I truly appreciate it. And to go along with our Dickies, we wear 
Thoroughgood Boots. I love Thoroughgood Boots made in the USA. Wisconsin, Andy and Jason and Bianca, the entire crew at Thoroughgood Boots. We truly appreciate all of the support. I don't know if you want to talk about your ice cream because you're you guys are a partner of ours, but I'm telling you, dude, people flipped out for the butter pecan. Clay said then, that when I walked and in. And I tried the Reese's because I can't eat pecans, but I can eat peanuts. The Reese's peanut butter one you have. What's it called? Peanut butter cup? Yeah. Dude. How good is that? Good. The mixture of the peanut butter and the chocolate. Is there chocolate in it? Yeah. And, and the vanilla ice cream? No, it's peanut butter ice cream. Peanut butter ice cream. Peanut I knew there was something different about it. crushed up Reese's peanut butter cups. Dude. They're so good. You guys are on to something there. Literally, we came out with four new flavors this this season. Butter pecan's just okay to me. I, I, I Clay loved it. Clay Clay wanted it. A lot of people like it. But that peanut butter, dude, I ate a lot. The birthday cake is really good. Not everybody's style, but it, that's exactly what I like is vanilla ice cream with rainbow sprinkles. That's what I get at frozen yogurt. And so we make the birthday cake one. It's good. But that that peanut butter. I one did like the taste hit, of the dude. birthday cake one, but the peanut butter one is the deal. Did you happen to bring me any more of that today? You just got twenty pints last week. You I, I got off? one sample of that. One. I, that's all I had because it's only in tubs. When can I get a I tub could, of it? I could whenever you want. Really? Yeah. I Are think you I got for a half tub you could have right now in your well, truck? Not, not my truck. <laughs> well, you got freezer in there, don't you? <clears throat> no, they don't make a good mobile freezer. They don't. The on off kills them, you know. Dude, I really like that one. Did you share it with anyone else? Yeah, Liz ate it all. I had like two bites. What about the other flavors, though? Did you give some to the... Birthday cake was great. Yeah, I mean, they all ate it last night after my dinner. Oh, good. I, could, I broke it out. Gator coolers, thank you so much. I brought up coolers. You should have a gator cooler with ice, with tubs of ice cream when you come out here. It's going to hold all the way out here. Ice doesn't keep ice cream cold, dude. Huh? you got to have dry ice. It will ice. for a 15-minute drive. Oh, well, that, yeah. I do have I'm a gator cooler. I'm not saying have it in there all day. I put lots of ice cream in a gator cooler. Dude, those new pads they're putting on them, the customization are sick. That's that's an unbelievable gift. I don't know. I don't know how you. I don't know how you get them done, but I know how to get them done. No, I know you know how to get them done, but I'm saying the John Q. Public. Put your order in online, GatorCoolers.com. You give them that photo like that, and they put it on a cooler for you. <laughs> yeah, they'll have you ha- show oh you how to God. upload it. I mean, like I like you said, Bubba gets fired up, but when you when he posted that one of his elk on that one, I I mean, it was like he was going to fall over and have a heart attack. He was so excited, it's but that's awesome. cool, man. It's a nice little gift. Mm-hmm. My new truck. Do you like the look of it? I do. It's dirty though. I'm disappointed how dirty it is right now. It rained here this weekend. That blue, that blue is going to be tough to keep clean nah. on the road. Oh, you, you're going to you be car washing. The, you just said Bubba. <laughs> he takes pride in that. <laughs> no, I'm true. not being for real. He takes pride no, in that I shit. Don't. I don't. But dude, those Mickey Thompsons on those Pro Comp wheels, huh? Pro no. Comp little kit, lift kit in there. Smitty built winch, bodyguard nice. bumpers, rigid lights, Lear topper, deck drawer system. When do you think it'll Corning be completed? Corning Ford, thank you, Francis and Paul. Dude, I'm telling you, that truck is beautiful. No, I know. Are the you ins- driving it or not yet? Yeah, I've been driving it all the time. It rides like a dream. I'll put it up against any Tesla any day of the week. What are you going to do with your old truck? Keep using it. It's only let, got 100 Let us coyote hunt out of it? It's only got 100K on it. I don't care. I need content with it. That truck's beautiful, too. It's got all the same stuff nice on truck, it. yeah. It's gorgeous gorgeous what what do you think of those mickey thompson's are you riding them i haven't put mine on yet because i still had a little life on my what do you mean you haven't put them on you've had them for weeks well i don't want to be wasteful of the other set that i have well why did you order them 
Well, I didn't know when they were going to come in. But I'm going to put mine white letters out. I know we discussed this last time. I'm very excited about it. Are you really? Yeah. It's going to look sick. What? Why do you want the white walls out? Well, I mean, you grow up with Mickey Thompson as like, I mean, they are the brand, dude. Like, Ivan Stewart Racing, Mickey Thompson Tires. So you just want to show that off. And I have a white truck. So white truck, black tires with white riding, Mickey Thompson. It's going to be sick. I can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. When are they going on? I want to, let's get it done. I could do it tomorrow. I want to get some photos done. All right. I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. If someone will put them on tomorrow. I think I can get it done tomorrow. Thank you, Corning Ford. Thank you, Smitty Built. Thank you, Pro Comp. The wheels are awesome. The Pro Comp suspension and lift kit. Thank you so much. Bodyguard bumpers made in Paris, Texas. The Malakote family. Thank you. Rigid Industries. American company LED bars own the night. Thank you, Flippo, the whole crew at Rigid. Lear. Thank you, Nate Day, the entire crew at Lear Truck Group. Best toppers in the business. Matt Harding and Chopper and everybody in Idaho. Catch them, Idaho at Deck, D E C K E D. The drawer systems for the back of your truck bed, your SUVs. Awesome, awesome system. I love Deck. I don't want to miss anybody. Who am I missing? Mickey Thompson, thank you so much. Best tires in the world. Freaking love rolling Mickeys. Four-wheel parts. Corey Simone, Kevin Nottage, the entire crew at Four-Wheel Parts. What a great relationship, partnership, dude. What a store. There are retail outlets, online services. Get everything you need for your truck and automotive needs and builds there. Corning Ford, I said it once. I'll say it again. Paul and Francis, the entire crew, thank you all so much. Thanks for listening to our rant today on Breaking It Down, This Life Ain't For Everybody podcast. Go get you some Tahoe cream or ice cream. Start enjoying the summertime. Get you a flask cap. Get you a cocktail. Jack Daniels, thank you again for being our presenting sponsor of the This Life Ain't For Everybody podcast series. Enjoy it responsibly. Never allow underage drinking. Check out brand new episodes of our sister podcast, 40 Years to Freedom, Anna V's American Upland podcast and American Wing Shooting, Clay and Alex and Clint on Where the Pavement Ends, other brand new episodes of the Foul Life podcast available right now, as well as brand new episodes of This Life Ain't For Everybody that also includes this series right here, breaking it down. And on the Outdoor Channel coming July 1st, 2022, brand new episodes of Benelli's The Foul Life. We can't wait to show you where we've been, where we went last fall and winter. We had a blast, some unbelievable excursions and experiences. I'm fired up. Remind me to tell you about my brother's excursion, Alex, and what we're getting ready to do to that. For Alex Crosby, I'm Chad Belding. Let's go out with that man they call Brent Cobb. Morning's going to come. Thank you all.